Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So the IKEA is now selling tiny homes starting around $47,000. Yeah, it sounds interesting, but I'm not sure if I want to live in a house I assemble with an Allen wrench. <laughs> Organizers of New York's Times Square New Year's Eve celebration have announced that they will not allow an audience to gather due to the coronavirus pandemic. Fortunately, if New Yorkers still want to watch the ball drop, the Jets have three more games. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another edition of After 9, and we're going to tell you right off the bat, this is going to be a super short one because... It is so fucking busy. Like, it is so busy. Um, yeah, you would think, right? Oh, COVID times, guys. Nothing's going on. I don't know what it is. I, I know that we're also doing a little bit of a vacation coming up in a bit, so I've got a lot of work to do for that. And you and I, after this podcast, the second we're done, we're both heading off to Mississauga for something fun. We'll tell you about that probably coming up next week or so. Sounds good. Uh, yesterday, I did have that all-male massage. And was it as weird as you... I, I don't know if it was weird that you thought it would be. I'll let you explain why you were hesitant and, and how it ended up. Okay. So all that was left was an appointment with a dude. And I, I know that I'm not the only one who has a hang-up on that. It's not even really a hang-up. It's just not what I'm used to. Because when I called to make the appointment, she said, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have an appointment. It's going to be Wednesday at noon. It's with a guy. Is that okay? <laughs> so I'm assuming other people have thrown up a flag at that suggestion in the past, right? It's not crazy. I'm not crazy no, here. You're, no, you're not. Absolutely. I mean, I think we all can all appreciate your honesty here in that you have been, you were hesitant previously to go to a guy to get a massage. And, and, and I think that guy, male RMTs, we mentioned this in the podcast yesterday, they probably get this all the time where it's like, sorry, they're not comfortable with it. So I'm glad that you said, no, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I did go for it. I wanted a massage above all. That was the end goal. And I mean, hey, if you're trained in massage, then yeah, give me a massage. I'll pay my money and you go ahead and do it. It was not what I was expecting at all. What do you mean? Well, number one. He was really chatty. Oh, really? Yeah. Like when I go for a massage, I just want to lay there and it's nice and warm. Everybody know. I think most people know what a massage is like. They've got that massage table heated up and and you just want to lay there in the comfort and warmth and get rid of the knots in your back and legs and all that sort of stuff. So that's what I was looking forward to. But he was like, talk, 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 really? talk, talk, talk. Okay. So here's a question. Um, did he know who you were? And you know I, what I mean? Like, did he know what you did? did does he know who you are? I don't think he did, but I think the people at the spa definitely knew who I was. Not that that influences the massage in any way. It's not like they say, oh, hey, you're on the radio. We'll give you an extra 30 minutes free. That never works. But um, he didn't want to talk to me about that sort of stuff. It was just general banter like, hey, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe you have an injury here. Let me see if I can work on that. Do you want me to work on your legs? Should I do more on your shoulders? That sort of thing. But it was like nonstop. And not necessarily in a bad way. He was a perfectly nice guy. He was telling me about his kids and the whole nine yards. <laughs> I was like, is it rude to tell him to shut up? I don't know. I don't know. 
Because there's a couple of times when I don't want to talk. During a massage is one of them. Right. The other is in an Uber. I don't usually want to talk in an Uber either. You know what gets me is the dental hygienists. Oh. They talk a lot because and, – and I'll, I'll tell you why because I'm fine with it. I'm great having a conversation. My, my, one of my massage therapists – because I actually go to a couple. I'll be honest with you. One of them is farther away. It all depends on where I'm at in life, how busy I am. Can I make it to her because I love her? But she's also farther away. So my plan B is a little bit closer. But my plan A, I like chatting with. I don't mind. That's fine. But the hygienist thing, it's always awkward because when they're trying to chat you up, you've got things in your mouth and you can't really reply. So you're not sure what to do and you're just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. You're uh, you're not supposed to talk with your mouth full, and there's a couple scenarios where you might be. The hygienist is one of them. Yeah. I, I always, and you know what? I love my dental hygienist. She's fantastic, and she's so funny, like making me laugh all the time. But I'm like, ah, ha, 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 ha Right? Yeah. I don't know if that's rude or not. Now, we talked about this on our FM radio show today, and somebody called in that is a masseuse and said, yeah, it's totally fine. We get it. Just tell us. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where now you know. If you're going to someone new, or even next time you go see this guy, from the beginning say, you know what? I've had such a long, hard day. This is going to be awesome. I just want peace, quiet, and a massage. Like, maybe that drop like a big, fat hint like that right right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should, or maybe I shouldn't fuck around and beat around the bush. Maybe I should just flat out say, hey, hey, hey you know you all that talking your you're doing? Don't do that. <laughs> hey, could you just shut your mouth? <laughs> could you just shut up? <laughs> okay, shut, so shut up. one thing I totally forgot about is picture yourself on a massage table, all right? You've got your face down in the little hole thingy. You're right. laying on the, the massage table. Right. And, and then the masseuse comes, and they basically place themselves at the head of the, the massage table. Yeah. Then they reach in to do that massage from your shoulders down to your lower back. Okay, yeah. Well, that's a bit of a stretch for some people that are a little taller. Maybe you've never experienced this, but I'm taller than you are. Okay. He puts his... It's a weird scenario when a guy's got his parts real close to your head. Oh, but your head's in the little hole thingy at that point. I mean, it's not like his dick is in your face directly. No, but there was contact. It's inevitable. There has to be contact. If he starts at the top and works his way all the way down from that position, there's contact. And if they're good, they're using all the parts to make sure that it works well. And they're just like, yeah. (laughs) He didn't say yeah. But it never makes – I don't know. Never once did he say yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like if he did that, that would be fucking creepy, right? Listen, I don't – As as he was massaging me, he went, oh. That's bad. Yeah, that would be bad. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's got to be – it's such a guy-guy thing, I think, because – I don't know. I – I don't know. I've had women massage me and, and they've massaged and at, at times I go, whoa, you're getting a little, you're getting a little close there while you're giving me that thigh massage. But I just assume it's part of the job. I think guys are a little more defensive about their areas and what, what's put where or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean, let me just say, not only was it a good massage, not necessarily ideal, but definitely good. Uh-huh. I did book another appointment <gasps> before the end of the year. With the guy. With the guy. Good. I'm going back. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I'm proud. I'm proud of you. That's awesome.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. By the way, we should mention that we completely shit the bed on this one and forgot to include missed connections in Monday's podcast. Yeah. And then we didn't do it Tuesday because we never do on Tuesday or Wednesday because that would be rare. So we're going to take Monday's missed connections that you didn't get and put it at the end of this podcast today. Mm-hmm. So that is still to come. Uh, there's been another allergic reaction to the Pfizer vaccine. The first one in North America, Cat. Yeah. Yeah. A healthcare worker in Juneau, Alaska, who had no prior history of allergies had an anaphylactic reaction after getting the shot within 10 minutes she started getting flush and her heartbeat started racing was it her heartbeat let me get this straight she was feeling flush and short of breath that was the other symptom so they jammed an EpiPen in her and uh treated her and she apparently she made a full recovery that's going to freak people out, of though, right? Of course it will. Of course it will. Yeah. I mean, we hear about allergic reactions, which, by, which, by the way, can be common. But mi- we're talking about minor ones can be common too, right? Like a uh, little bit of redness at the site of the injection and some puffiness. Uh, those things are all common. This this is not as common. It is more rare. But yeah, it's going to freak people out. You're absolutely right. I mean, I- I'll be honest. It freaks me out. Like I'll be completely honest about it. That freaks me out. Like it makes me less. M- I don't want to say less interested in getting it, and I'm sure eventually I will, but I'm I'm hesitant. I uh, do suffer from anaphylaxis. I do carry an EpiPen, and I have an allergy to NSAIDs, which is the common ingredient in uh, Aleve and Advil and stuff like that. So I need to do a lot of work to figure out if there's a danger to me in getting that. Now, the good news is I do carry an EpiPen with me, and they're only administering the vaccine for now in proper healthcare settings, so I'm good should shit go down. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if they've actually discovered what causes it. The fact that she didn't have a history of allergies, that's a little suspect because the people over in the UK who had an allergic reaction did have a history of allergies. Mm. So, I mean... One thing I will point out here, though, and you can do whatever you want with the vaccine. I'm never going to tell somebody you should get it. I mean, that's a personal choice that everybody's going to have to make. But one thing I will say is I was 40 years old, perfectly healthy, not allergic to a thing. Even though I took Advil and Aleve and things like that regularly, one day in July, I popped an Aleve before I went out to play golf. And that's when it hit me out of the blue. That's something that I had taken about three weeks earlier with no reaction whatsoever. This time, full-blown anaphylactic reaction to Advil and Aleve. So strange how quickly your body can develop an allergy and you never know when it's going to happen. Yeah, that's going to freak people out. Well, I mean, it's one of those things. And I'm not just talking about the, the vaccine or my allergy. There's some people who are, I don't know, not allergic to to nuts who one day could pop a handful of peanuts or or cashews and boom they swell up like a and you the, don't know yeah you, yeah you just don't yeah. know See, it's similar to seafood seafood's very similar that happens out of nowhere to for a lot of people too well that was how it happened to me and i was driving at the time fortunately i was actually 
a block away from my doctor's office and I ran something over, not a person, thank God, uh, only minor damage to my car, but I was pretty close to passing out. I made it into the door and passed out from the reaction. So, I mean, these are things that can happen with uh, a lot of different things as you get older and that's just sort of the way it is. Uh, quickly, before we talk about the, the lockdown news, I do want to tell you that Canada has signed on for a historic mission, Cat. This okay. is amazing. I like Canada's it. going to the moon. Yay. Awesome. We're not. This is fucking stupid. Uh, listen, we have signed this agreement here with the U.S. government. Our industry minister, Navdeep Baines, is signed Canada on to be part of the Gateway Treaty between Ottawa and Washington that formalizes Canada's involvement in an effort to build a new international space station that will be called the Lunar Gateway. This treaty includes a commitment to having a Canadian aboard a manned mission to the moon in 2023. Is, is it just me or does this seem like a little pat on the back? Like, you guys have done good. Here you go. Why don't you take this little trip? Well, this is why we got the shit end of the stick here. What, to even get in on this, they say we have to contribute another Canadarm. Okay, fine. We invented the Canadarm. We perfected the Canadarm. We operate the Canadarm. It's a Canadian thing that we have. It's a legacy that we have as a nation in space. But for contributing that multi-million dollar Canadarm, we get to send one person, and it's not even landing on the moon. The one they're putting us on is going to fly around the moon and come back. <laughs> Great. Like, do you guys actually want to hang out with us, or are you just trying to get shit? That's like, uh, I don't really like Bob, but Bob's got a truck, and I got to move. So invite Bob to come over. Maybe he can help us yeah. move that. You, Bob, you help yourself to a slice of pizza. Thanks. You know, like... Great. You're going to take us on a thousands of kilometer journey to what? Just drive around in circles and then come back? Like, at what point are we just wasting gas? You know? I don't know. Maybe there's going to be more of a point to it, but um, uh, that's it seems like a pat on the back to me. But maybe we'll just take it. I don't know. Maybe we're just in one of those positions where we're like, fine, we can at least say that we went to the moon. Even though we don't, we're not landing on it, we're just circling it? Yeah, we're just going to drive around it. It's like doing donuts in a parking what? lot in the wintertime. But is there a purpose? I feel like that's a very expensive trip. Aren't they going to at least like take something on their way out? Like, can I you just like, take a fucking moon souvenir on your way out at least? No, you don't get to pick up anything. That's dumb. Come on. Like, hey, everybody, we're going to Red Lobster. We're not going to go in, though. We're just going to drive by Red Lobster and come home. Like, who the fuck wants to do that? Nobody. If we're going to the moon, let's go to the moon. Yeah. And by the way, why are we going to the moon? There's nothing on the moon. We've been there. It's shit. It's cold. It's dark. There's nothing to do there. We should be focusing on other things. Let's expand. We don't need to just go to the moon. Fuck. <laughs> Tell them. You. This is why I'm never going to be in charge of the space program. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that's weird. Yep, I'm with you. Um, Yesterday, did you watch John Tory do the Toronto news conference I saw yesterday? Highlights of it. I wasn't watching the actual conference, but I did see highlights of it. Yeah. So, in a nutshell, and again, we're really on a clock here today, guys. So we're going to wrap it up right after this, and then we'll get to the replay of missed connections. He says that he pointed out what Quebec is doing, and he he said without saying that basically they're going to do it in Toronto. And the mayors do have the authority to do it in their own cities. So John got together the mayors of the GTHA, Greater Toronto Hamilton Area. So that's Fred Eisenberg, that's Bonnie Crombie, that's uh, uh, Burton there in Oakville and, and Mead in Oakville or in Burlington, all of them. Got all of them together and they may. Of course, they're gonna like he wouldn't even say that they're discussing it if he wasn't going to do it. Yeah. But they may do a full spring style yeah. lockdown 
that would come into effect over the holidays. Yeah, they don't tease those things without going. This is what I've learned throughout this. They do not tease a thing unless there's going to be a follow through. For our region that we do our FM radio show in, for KW, for example, our uh, local health official is Dr. Wong. And Dr. Wong has already alluded to a gray zone, a shutdown of some kind. They don't just say those things for fun and games. They, They say it and then usually... It happens. Yeah, they don't publicly muse about possible ideas. They're not strategizing in front of the media. So you know it's going to happen. Here's the thing, though. If it is a spring-style lockdown and they're using Quebec as the model, this is what it would mean. Christmas Eve, 6 o'clock, like it always does, everything shuts down. The thing is, it will not reopen at 7 a.m. on Boxing Day. It'll be a full lockdown with everything except for pharmacies and grocery stores closed. Mm-hmm. And, and it'll LCBOs. Go, and LCBOs. But here's the other thing. You know, if they do it, it's going to include the schools. So I would fully expect that there's going to be a lockdown in Ontario. This is just me anticipating, trying to read between the lines. I'm fully expecting a, a GTHA, maybe all of Southern Ontario, lockdown, a real one, from 6 o'clock on Christmas Eve until minimum Monday, January the 11th. <sighs> I just, we need it. That's the only way well, to make it. We yeah, were talking about this a month ago. I know. And the GTHA, I, I, I agree. I know those numbers are harsh. I just, the Southern Ontario part, it worries me a little a little bit. But um, the hospital systems, that's all they're looking at, guys. The hospital systems, they are right now overwhelmed, and that's not what we need, and that's what they're looking at. But it sucks. Like, it, it sucks to think about that. Now, before anybody says, well, why are they waiting till Christmas Eve? Do it now. This is the strategy behind it. I'll let you in on on the backroom discussions here. This is the strategy. Can't do it now. Already, you're hearing from people saying, fuck that. I'm going to visit my family on Christmas Eve or I'm nothing's going to stop me from celebrating Christmas. If they did it now, there wouldn't be enough compliance. And all it takes is a few of the naysayers to not follow the rules before other people start saying, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to do it either. Then if they're not, why should I? That's the thing. They need 100% compliance here. Otherwise, it's not going to work. They're going to shut her down on Christmas Eve and just nothing reopens after that. That's a time when a lot of things are closed anyway. Do it now. Even do it Monday. Nope. It's not going to work. It won't work starting Monday. You need everybody to buy in. And the only way that works is if you ease them into it when we were going to be down anyway on Christmas Eve. It's all strategy. They've probably had it planned for at least a month. You think so? I think this has always been the plan. <laughs> it's funny because if my father-in-law listens to this podcast, he's going to be like, I told you. But I seriously think he didn't know. But he told me a week ago that this would happen, and he claimed to have a source. Now, I know a lot of people claim to have sources, and I asked mm. him if it was Facebook. But we got into an exchange. Let's. Yep. My father-in-law and I got into an exchange about this exact thing. And I said, it's not going to lock down. He said, trust me. I know. Now, whether or not he just didn't know, I don't know. But I think just secretly inside of me, I just didn't want it to happen. Like, I don't want this. I'm, everybody else no. doesn't either. I know that we don't want this it sucks well one thing that also i'll tell you is and this is going to start to leak out throughout the day today today most school boards are telling their admins to tell their teachers when you leave tomorrow for the christmas break take everything take your laptops take your tech take everything you need to start off the next school or the next semester distance yeah they have they're not telling Yep, that school boards are telling their staff to tell their staff, get ready, Mm -hmm. take everything with you when you leave for the break. Because we don't want another situation like March break, right? March break, people left for the holidays and just never came back. 
This time, they're going into it with a little bit of intent. And if there's people who need to borrow a computer or a set of headphones or a microphone or whatever, take it now. Take it with you before the holidays. So that's going to start to leak out. I would imagine this is going to be announced tomorrow, maybe Monday, and it's going to care. It'll probably start Christmas Eve. That's just our speculation, guys. Do we actually know? Nope. No, we don't know. Nope. Uh, we've gone longer, much longer than we probably uh, should have today. So we will wrap things up. We have something fun planned for tomorrow. Do you want to say anything about it or do you just want to surprise people tomorrow? Yeah, Ryan Imgren is going to be on. He is a biostatistician. And if you're not following Ryan on Twitter, you should. You can see him every day reply to Christine Elliott's tweet about the daily numbers. Ryan breaks this down into like a different depth and a different level. Ryan believes schools are a massive problem, and he will be joining us tomorrow as a special guest on After 9. Okay, here you go, guys. We will leave you now with Monday's edition of Misconnections. This is specifically for those people who can't figure it out. They saw that person that may be the one, but they let him go. They don't know how to contact them from there, so they put the story online. This first one is called The Three Flush Bachelor. Three flushes is excessive. Man for woman. I want to apologize to the lady working at the gift shop who was kind enough to let me use their facilities on Wednesday. I was out shopping after scarfing down a chicken salad that I think might have been past its expiry now. The container said best before today, but I would love to object. (laughs) Oh, that's just a a rough idea of how long you can eat it. It says it's bad today. You've probably got another week or so. I quickly scurried into the bathroom. I was in there for a good 20 minutes. Perhaps you figured I had left. Maybe you thought I vanished into the toilet. (laughs) Either way, the unthinkable happened. I was in such a panic to allow the salad to exit my body immediately that I did not lock the door. You entered. Oh, no. I panicked. I let out a little more as our eyes... (laughs) 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 ...stared at one another. Eye contact while the poop is coming out of you. I understand our interaction was awkward, above all else, but know that in that moment of sheer terror... (laughs) And heart-pumping nerves between us. I felt like something else might have been there. You seemed to hide as I exited the facility. Just so you know, I flushed not once or twice, but three times to make less work for you. I... (laughs) I feel bad for whoever's got to clean that up. I I hope you appreciate the gesture. (laughs) Oh, yes. I mean... A modern-day Romeo right here, ladies and gentlemen. A modern-day Romeo. You know what, though? You can see how this would happen. You get some questionable food. You have to use a public bathroom. And you're in a hurry, right? You're thinking more about, like, getting your belt undone, not locking the door. you know it's not good. If you're working at a gift shop and someone begs to use your bathroom, like, you know it's an emergency when. It's one thing if you're staying at a place for a long time. You're at a restaurant. You gotta pee. That happens. You're sitting there a while. Maybe you're at the mall for a while. You go pee. If you just go inside a random gift shop and go, I need to use the crapper, you know it's not (laughs) gonna end well at all. Did you at least buy something, guy? Did you at least buy something? No. You don't think so? You know what? 
slap a 20 down on the counter and say, buy yourself something. You know what? Get a new toilet brush. You're going to need it after that. Yeah, cash. Cash. That's the way to go. Unbelievable. <sighs> but, Can't uh... believe that he. she opened the door, their eyes locked as another one came out. <laughs> oh. Oh, God, look away. <laughs> Hi. Uh, uh, oh, close the door. It's so bad for the person that had to open that door. Like the visual, and I'm sure the smell all just probably slapped her right in the face. Boom. That's not how you want your day to go. An assault on the senses. Oh, man. Do they sell any candles or <laughs> poopery or anything at all that could help? Anything. Probably lit every candle in that place when he left. Oh, I'll bet. You know, like, what can you do? It's just coming out like a luge, and you don't know how to stop it, and then somebody actually walks in on you? That's horrible. This uh, next one is also equally horrible, but in a different way. This is called, To the Ladies Treating Yourselves. It's a man for two women. Hello. You were drunk and high and trying to do your friend's nails. You were sitting outside on the heated patio at the coffee cup bar on Leeward, and I noticed you right away. You were giggling and drinking your latte with one hand as you painted your friend's nails with another. I was waiting outside for my bagel to be done and talked to you guys up for a bit. You looked like you were having fun. You asked if it was obvious that you were on some hardcore edibles. I said no, but the truth is, maybe a little. Huh. Are my eyes pointing the right way? Hey, guy. Can you tell? You showed me your nails, which apparently were supposed to be little bear cubs, but got upset, and so did your friend when I said, nice poo emoji nails. Oh, dear. Sorry. I'll admit I was also super high. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me up, ladies. Big sale at Tokyo Smoke. <laughs> Everybody's going. <laughs> you get some. Christmas came early. <laughs> Who does their nails outside in this weather, even on a heated patio and on edibles? That makes no sense to me. I'm kind of curious to see if it did look more like a bear or a poop. <laughs> you be the judge. Poll <laughs> is up now at 915thebeat.com. <laughs> Maybe neither of them was in a position to make an assessment. <laughs> Maybe he didn't even see any of this. Is it possible he was so high he made all this up in his head? I'm just saying it's a possibility. Was that even real? Did that even happen? Oh.